Wolf. Hello and welcome to the show. It's wrestling with entertainment, the only audio experience on the birthday. The trusted choice for interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Tuesday and Wednesday and previewing and reviewing the latest social media that be New Japan and everything in between every Saturday on YouTube and Castbox, sponsored by Rogue Energy and Player One Coffee. I'm of course your host, that guy, James Shea. Alongside the little squash squad, Glickoyach, who may be joining us a little later, but who is joining us right now? The American Scooter Dust. Hello, I am Scooter Dust, and I still have a bigger penis than Chris Jericho. Just ask his mother. And you wonder why he got that. Um, it was a good week for Wrestling Wet as, um, we interviewed uh, Betty Bowa, our first interview from Austria. Um, and then um, Wednesday, we had um, Grayson uh, Blade um, from Singapore. So a very international flavor this week um, for wrestling with. Um, definitely recommend check going into our archives and checking out those interviews. Um, this upcoming um, Tuesday, we have Justin Pac-Man Xavier uh, in the Cincinnati area. Um, we talk about um, the championships he's currently holding, um, being under the learning tree of Jake Chris, um, that match wrestling, Pac-Man, and so much more. And then this um, Wednesday, we have Ken Warren. Uh, Def, uh, from um, the Philippines, moved to Canada. We talk about that. We talk about um, being denied by John Cena. Um, a bizarre trip where people punch his cows. And, um, you definitely want to listen to that. Um, and take time to listen to it because it is our longest interview to date. It is over three hours. Oh, um, Christian is not happy. Um, yeah, we kind of have to get Christian back on the social then later. Um, but listen to some short clips right now. Carson was, I don't know, being Carson and said something to somebody. And this gentleman was on a motorized scooter. He says, just wait till I come back. And he just kind of, it was like starting to get dark outside. He's, he just kind of rode off into the sunset. So we were confused, but we didn't think anything of it. And we were talking, we were out at the car and all of a sudden it's dark outside and we see 10 to 15 people on light up LED motorized scooters rolling towards us at a very unbrisk pace to put it politely they all started rolling towards us and they were threatening to to beat up carson threatening to shoot him threatening to do everything but carson had insane heat that night and eventually i believe somebody threatened to call the cops and a couple of them were like oh hell no and then they like all rode away in a pack it was very odd i thought i didn't i like had to Smack myself a couple of times to see if I was like, am I imagine, imagining this happening right now or did that just happen? But no, it just happened. Can you tell us about being denied by John Cena? Be oh my gosh, how do you know about this? 
<laughs> you and your who are you, man? What the <laughs> hell? How do you know about this? <laughs> hey, I do my research. Oh my, who who did I disclose it to? Holy shit! I'm trying to think now. How many guestings have I done in there? What the hell? <laughs> you are amazing, man. Guys, wrestling with entertainment is entertaining. Yeah, really. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it, I, I am such an optimistic person. And this is not the, the Ken Waring character talking, right? I'm such an optimistic, um, optimistic person in terms of being denied by... Arguably the greatest of all time, John Cena, Peacemaker, freaking the one who's about to have a movie with Zac Efron, which I'm looking forward to watch. Comedy movie. Um, I turned that denial into something positive. I was in college at the time. I'm I I'm like a Chris Jericho, and I know people would get like, oh, stocks the wrestlers, and like. Man, you're just freaking jealous. You don't know where they are, <laughs> you know. And I have my connections, <laughs> like you know. And to be fair, my connection works for the WWE, so that's what I know. <laughs> you know, like it's not I'm doing something legal. Like guys, when I do it, I actually check in the hotel. All right, and then um, on the twenty sixth, we have a special Monday interview with. Um... Uh, Showtime, uh, Deshaun um, Watkins, the owner of Compania. Um, the 27th, we have Maddie, the American Daddy. Um, 28th, we have Uncle Money. Uh, the 5th of March, we have um, Casey Kazana. The 6th of March, we have Big Sam. And then the 13th of March, we have Jim Melancholy. Um, so, um, a stacked couple of weeks for wrestling with disabled leads. Uh and we should have some other things coming up as well. I think we're done putting ourselves over, no? Uh I think so. I mean Caligo has joined us, so Yes he has. Uh like a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with the news. And once again, AEW is in the news, and it's maybe not for... Um... Uh, James, you cut out. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. AEW is once again in the news, um, and it's not for um, positive things, but once again, negative. Um, hookers. Can you hear me? No, I just said hookers and cocaine. <clears throat> you stop it? I thought that was NWA. <laughs> Wrong NWA. <laughs> what I was getting at was um, Sammy, uh, if you watched um, Rampage um, or going to watch Rampage, I don't know how when they record these shows anymore. Uh, maybe it happened yet, maybe it hasn't. Who the fuck knows? Um, Sammy Guevara wrestled, um, Jeff Hardy and what appeared to be some type of hardcore match. Um, Sammy Guevara did a shooting stock press. Um, maybe over maybe went the wrong way and his 
me went straight in Jeff Hardy's face. Um, which, which was a pretty nasty bump, to say the least. Um, they was able to finish the match. Um, but um, things had to be improvised. And I'm not sure if he had a concussion, uh, but he definitely broke his nose. Jeff Hardy did. Um, is this bad luck for Jeff Hardy or just incompetence on Sammy Guevara's part? Uh, Coleco? I mean, it looked like he just misaimed it. I mean, but a knee to the face from that height ain't, ain't fun for nobody. I mean, everybody messes up, so I I wouldn't kill him, but, <laughs> you know, it, it's just part of the game. Everybody botches it every now and then. It's just a matter of, you know. Don't let Chris Jericho hear you say that word. Oh, you know, I can't use wrestling words anymore. Don't you find it so coincidental that the last country majorly injured somebody was not party? He did fuck up Matt Hardy. A couple of times. So should we call him the Hardy killer? Well, maybe... Uh... Maybe uh, Jeff will come out looking better with a new nose. Who knows? <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh. People saying, you know, Sammy, uh, what are your thoughts on the matter of Skittle? If people actually think. Uh, Sammy was actually trying to, uh, injure Jeff. Um, I, I have a bridge I'd like to sell you. Um, this, this shit happens, and it happens especially to the Hardys. Let's face it, uh, they, if, if they didn't have bad luck, they'd have no luck at all. Um, you gotta think that this is like almost a sign saying, you know, you're almost uh, eligible for ARP. Give it up. As, you know, as is the case for a lot of the AEW roster. <laughs> you know, I get these Jeff Hardy, you know, he still wants to, you know, wrestle, you know, good on him for wanting to continue his career. But, you know, you could, he could to totally extend his, what, the longevity in his career. If he stopped being, st he stopped trying to be the Jeff Hardy of 20 years ago. He stopped being Team Extreme. Right. Like, I mean, you can do that shit, you know, every now and again. And I think a lot of people would pop for it if they if you did. But, you know, wasting a, a hardcore match on a show that no, really nobody is going to watch. <coughs> it's, a waste. A it's a waste of 
Jeff Hardy. It's a waste of a hardcore match. It's a it, and you know he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks now because he broke his nose. It wasn't a main event. It wasn't. It was a, a it was just a B-cell main event that nobody is going to watch. So was it really worth it in the end? You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, that's 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 the thing is that again AEW or rather Tony Khan tr- is trying too hard to make every match seem important on every show and he still has not realized that there is a formula to booking. What are the two most popular matches on a show? No, 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 no. Not the, not the type. Not a match type. The first match and the last match. Okay, yeah. Those are always the two, and pot. And back in the day, you know, the match that was going on when half the show was over. Right. Uh, but now, now, really, the first match and the la- and the main event should have relatively equal weight in terms of importance. Um, a dynamite Texas death match. By the way, not a Texas death match. Uh, that was a last man standing match between uh, Orange Cassidy and fucking fucking Matt Taven. Um, m- maybe Matt Taven had a Texas death match. Oh, uh, yep. Um, and what again? A traditional Texas death match happens with a pinfall. And then a 10 count. Um, you know, like, Randy Savage and Crush at WrestleMania 10. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I think Billy Kidman and, and Hulk Hogan and, uh, <coughs> during the WCW reboot. Um, and again, that match had friggin' uh, it looked like Orange Cassidy took a hatchet to the face, uh, thumbtacks, unnecessary spots on thumbtacks, and, you know, there wasn't even any punching in the wiener. No wiener punches? No wiener punches. Like... What a stupid kingdom. <laughs> like, God. And what they should be, you know, making the most, uh, you know, important uh, you know, thing is something, guess what? Less and less fans are giving a shit, aren't giving a shit about Sting's last match. Because what? Who's at the center of it? Not Sting. The young bucks. Yes, and of course, 
their hairlines once again know when to get the fuck out. I think they put some of their hairline on their chin. Uh, yeah. Like, the, those fucking white suits, like, the having the blood on them doesn't make them tough to me. It just shows me that they just don't do their laundry. <laughs> like, Sting's last match should never should never have been a tag team match. And yeah, we know Sting can't really go a traditional singles match anymore. Uh, yet, which means this whole match is going to be Darby bumping, as always. Uh, and it, it's it's essentially it's not it's not going to mean anything in the long run. The Bucks don't, um, you know, they don't, they don't get a rub from it. They, they put reality into it. You know, and it's still not as important. Well, to all your points, you know, would we have loved to see, you know, Sting in one more one-on-one match? You know, absolutely. But, you know, obviously Sting knows what his body can and can't do at this point. You know. I don't care! <laughs> he does what we ask of him! Well, do you think that Rick Flair knew what his body was capable of when he had his last match? Yes. <laughs> and he was like, thanks, Viagra. So, I See, mean, that, that's, that's what's keeping Ric Flair walking upright. No, that is woo. What do you think? What do you think? Woo is <laughs> nothing but liquidated Viagra and magical mushrooms, apparently. No, Red Bull and Viagra form. Ba- Viagra in a Red Bull form, rather. You know, I'm not necessarily mad at the match because it was Sting that put this all together. This is what Sting wants for his last match. So, is it though? Apparently, I can't necessarily be mad at it. Um, you know, in my mind, Sting's last match was against Seth Rollins at Night of Champions, and then he never wrestled again. Um, so you know, to each their own. But and, and then when you know Sting's daughter debuts, he'll be back. For a mixed for a mixed tag match with like against uh God, I don't know. Let's just let's just say Anna J for the hell of it, since it won't matter. And um I guess, you know, the returning sunny kiss. Why not? <laughs> Why the fuck not? But I I will say that, you know, despite, you know, criticism the event is selling, it has been selling a lot of tickets. Um, maybe one of the most successful shows that they've done in quite some time. So they do have that going for them. I'll give them They're selling tickets, but tickets to what? We have no idea. <laughs> well, Sting's last match. They're still, they're literally not selling anything else. Uh-huh. It's, it's gonna, 
You know, it's going to be like in 1990, No Holds Barred, the match, the movie. You went to go see No Holds Barred, guess what? You got the a steel cage match between uh, Randy Savage and Zeus against Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Why have a, a Merry Christmas when you can have a No Holds Barred Christmas? <laughs> Maybe it was just a home video release. Um... Uh, oh. Well, that brings us to, you know, a little bit of, uh, interesting news. Um, QT Marshall is back, um, in yeah. WWE, um, as Vice President of, uh, Creative and Talent. Um, because <clears throat> clearly none of their talent has <laughs> creativity. <laughs> and and, and he, he just won a title on, uh... I believe it was in CCW. QT. Yeah, he won a he won a title. Well, for, as far as I know, and you know, keep in mind, I don't know everything. It's not in a wrestling capacity. It is only you know backstage. I'm sure if they told him to put the face on, he would. But you know, he's not going to be a character. Hey, uh, you know what? Hey, I mean. We need more QTV, don't we? No, we don't. I mean, I want to see another. I want to see another single by Harley Cameron featuring Harley Cameron. What say you, Coleco? What are your thoughts? Because like, QT left the company in January. I think January first, if I'm not mistaken. And what January? Uh, well, February seventeenth, and he's back. Literally a month and a half later. I mean, he's back. That's what he wanted. So, I mean, that's what we wanted for the guy. So, I think it was a power thing. He just felt like it wasn't going in a good direction. I mean, it just shows good business that they had a reconciliation. So, you know, you can't really get too mad at it. The, the one person that, or that they really kind of can't afford to lose as far as continuity-wise. It's coming back, so that's good. Always a good thing. Always good for people to come back to the job that they really want to go back to. But here's the thing, though. QT, it's been announced that he's returning, but it hasn't actually happened yet. Right. There's not, there's not been like a statement. Yeah, that that that's coming directly from uh, Formula One Mania, and that was only six hours ago. Uh, no, Gabby, this is just how I'm looking ah. at it. Um, you know, I'm a bit cynical, but is this less about QT Marshall and more about what QT Marshall has to offer? And that being the Nightmare Factory, having that connection with Cody Rhodes, and, you know, all of the people that, you know, is connected to the Nightmare Factory has a better chance of coming to AEW than WWE. Uh, I think, I mean, I think the WWE might have, uh, the same views on the Nightmare Factory that we might, that we do. 
Um, that they don't need to do business with the Nightmare Factory. Um, they're, you know, hey, they're, they're, uh, they're perfectly fine with their, you know, uh, J.D. Cargill to their QT Marshall. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, if you haven't guessed already, uh, will be the, uh, clearly be the sixth woman, uh, in the elimination chamber, and we'll get to that later. Um, but, <sighs> great, QT, <laughs> my grandmother? Alright. God, I gotta... Alright, Cthulhu! Get to the point, Scoodle. QT sucks! <laughs> Is that blunt enough for ya? <laughs> well, damn. Is that blunt enough for RVD? I think he I like it a little bit thicker, his blunts. I mean And his and his bitches. Okay, I mean You know like Tony Cotton loves hookers and cocaine. There. I will say that once every show from now on. I think he likes praying in the Hadaka with Oh. Hi! I'm Tony Cotton. I have a big announcement. <clears throat> big business. Well, In fact, I think I just gave myself another brilliant idea. Now, um, another change to the front office of AEW. They're bringing Rocky Romero in. Rocky Romero has left New Japan for wrestling. That company office job um, to come over to AEW. Um, Coleco, you know, um, you know, Rocky's contribution to um, New Japan. I kind of feel like this is a big loss for New Japan, no? I mean, in the light heavyweight scene, yeah, or the juniors, but because he was kind of like a mentor for him in a sense. I mean. We wouldn't have Rapungi 3K without Rocky Romero. Or Rapungi Vice. Rapungi. Rapungi Vice. Or that's, I mean, but yeah. I mean, but New Japan, I told you, it, I, I don't know. Tanahashi's the president. We're seeing, we're going to see what he's going to do to be the man now, you know, other than putting himself over. But, <laughs> I mean, he did it against 50 50. I, I will give him that. He did it against the right motherfucker. Because <laughs> Zach Jabers Jr. is the one person you should be getting over. But anyways. Um, but yeah, it's a big loss for them. But the problem is, is just like... <sighs> he's going to be good as far as a wrestling psychology and a wrestling mind. I just wonder, is that going to... It's... Can he bring that lightweight cruiserweight mindset to the wrestling scene, or is he going to have to check it at the door, as they say? What say uh, 
What's in your scooter? I just hope this doesn't mean Mitch gets a job. I mean, if, if that happens, then, I don't know, I, I think the apocalypse starts. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Rocky. Yeah, it's not the Rocky they wanted, but, yeah. <laughs> the Rocky they have to make do with. I think that's a big get for... Uh, AEW, you know, he contributed a lot to the New Japan um, Dojo and New Japan America. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens with all of those things um, going forward. But I wish I was that hopeful still. If the people of AEW, and I, I mean, you know, Tony Khan and, you know, the talent actually listen to Rocky. And to a lesser degree, you know, QT, things might actually turn around. Probably not, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know. No. You can only hope at this point. You can hope, well, you can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see which gets filled first. Um, that's not going to work for me. You, 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 also, you also have to be very limber to do that, too, so, um. Probably, um. Bronson Reed isn't, if you've listened to commentary on Monday. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, God. Speaking of Tony Khan, uh, you know, we've gone over his, um, his new tweets um, over the last couple of months. Um, finally actually talked about it in an interview. Um, and I have the whole quote right here from Tony Khan about, you know, his manic um, tweeting that he does. We've been able to promote the show and build engagement. Also, the company has a great presence. We have a great connection with the fan. We've been able to build real engagement at times. There is tangible proof of that in our huge TV ratings and the fact that Three of the last four weeks, Dynamite has beat the NBA on ESPN straight, straight up. We've had great success connecting with our fans. I think what we have going really, uh, I think what we have going works really well. Now, this is the interview he did with uh, Sports Grid when he was at the Super Bowl, I believe. I don't exactly know the source. And in, in the same interview, he talked about uh, MJF and Britt Baker and gave very generic uh, answers when he was really being asked about, uh, you know, they, so many AEW start being injured. Right. Uh, God. You know, and you really wonder why I keep saying... Tony Khan loves cocaine. That man needs help. Kalika is is treating nonsense good for promoting yourself. 
Oh, what is it's that thing where they say bad attention is better than no attention. I mean, the whole purpose of Twitter was to be accessible, I guess. I, but the thing is, is like, when is accessible too accessible, right? Because the same the same way they get on like Kevin Durant. <laughs> For, for responding to every goddamn Instagram and tweet. Like, you could kind of get on, you know what I mean? Like, don't you got better shit to do? Hey, Siri. But, remind me to shake down Kevin Durant for money. I mean, uh, Kevin Biden. Durant had burner accounts. I mean, oh as, at least Tony's not doing what that. You can say something like that. Shut up! 5 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! That was See? not coming from my phone! See? I don't know where that was coming from! Oh, no. See, the Fed's watching, man. You better keep up. They're taking Siri. pictures on. I have Siri turned off. You'll be fresh as hell. See, be fresh as hell when the Fed's are watching. Anyways. Um, but... If that's the way he he feels he can engage, I mean, let him do it. I mean, and as long as people, they're gonna have people who see that as positive, no matter what. So, I mean, ain't no sense of us bitching about it. Yeah. Oh God, I I have to, I have to get a screen capture of the thumbnail for this interview because it's it's it's. <clears throat> Tony Khan in a nutshell, really. Uh, oh, man. You know, Tony Khan can make a great politician. Everything he says is so positive, and yet every single war is a lie. Khan 2028. Legitimately. Like, we've built real engagement at times. This is tangible proof of that in our huge TV ratings. And the fact that we, um, they have not had great TV ratings. They, the ratings that they, they maintain and hold every week has gone down for Dynamite. I don't think a, a Collision has recovered from the ratings that they've that they lost from CM Punk. And like, and, uh, what's it called? Rampage is a show in the woods. Because literally nobody watches it. And we've, Dynamite has beat the NBA on ESPN straight up. These are, who actually in their right mind believes that? Uh, I mean, is he talking about like inside the NBA or no? He and, and no goddamn way he's talking about inside the NBA because the inside the NBA is the best television show on this fucking planet right now. Like ain't nobody fucking with the inside the inside the NBA is the number one television show on this earth, and no one can tell me no different. Come on, let's get a shakaroni. So my problem is, is that he's saying he's being the NBA on. ESPN, when you can't even keep a follow from inside the NBA, which is the number one TV show on cable television hey, when man. it comes on. 
didn't realize friggin' uh, the N- NBA actually had games anymore on ESPN. Oh, they do, and that's the problem. But the problem is the games are like on a. They don't have basketball games on. Like Monday's like college, so I'm like, yeah, you're beating college kids. Is that what we're we're hoping that? Because Wednesdays are usually like in because it's all a family, right? ESPN, ABC, so they usually run it like Wednesdays, Fridays, and like the weekends now since football's over, but. Ain't no way they play an NBA on a Monday. Because ESPN has a ACC, Big 12, and all them cats. They they play in college during those weeks. I'm a hooper, so that's why I, 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 you know, watch five midgets hooping if I wanted to. <laughs> I mean, you're saying, you know, they can't hold an audience with a follow in from inside the NBA. They can't hold the following from a from uh, a follow in from the Big Bang Theory. Or stupid metrics. It literally a rerun of a show people probably seen a billion times. Gets a million views. But AEW drops to eight million, I believe. Yeah, but somehow along that line. It's just yeah, <laughs> it's lies. <laughs> and what does a liar do after he's dead? Lie some This more? is a riddle. This is a riddle. And not a Matt riddle. He lies still. Well, from one promoter, people um, <laughs> question. That's a good one. I, that's a good one. I give. Yeah, I give him that one. That was a good one. From one promoter that we dislike, a lot of people dislike, to a promoter that the talent actually loves. Um, the TNA, um, Colin actually wrote a letter to Anthem about the firing of Scott Demore. I read some of the letter, like it was a really long letter, and I just didn't want to, you know, read all of the letter. It didn't necessarily seem like, I wasn't exactly sure what they were getting at. And I'm not sure if you read the letter. I, I I did. Um, I understood the crux of it. Were they asking uh, to get Scott the job? They were. They were hoping that it would be a jumping off point to getting him back, so that they could produce a better show for Anthem. It was it was the right it's the right way to go about it, and if Anthem basically you know uh, you know just you know crumples it up and throws it away, um, I don't I don't know how many uh, if you remember the whole uh, oh um, two thousand twelve two thousand eleven the whole vote of no confidence against Triple H yeah. 
that's what that's what they could have, but they could have an actual one. I mean, it speaks to the like we said, um, last week. It speaks to the human being that's got the mortgage, you know, talent going out of their way to try and get their job back. Um, you know, it's a nice uh, statement. What do you think that it would actually work? Well, someone, uh, there's also another, uh, uh, Impact lost another, uh, employee, uh, ironically, the one who Scott D'Amour replaced, um, uh, Ed Nordholm, who was the president for being replaced by D'Amour, and Nordholm was the one who pushed Anthem to make offers for CM Punk and Will Ospreay. Which the company agreed to do at the time. But then when Osprey got a better offer from AEW, they're like, <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself, Ed. And, well, I mean, we also uh, did do a couple of shots for uh, TNA. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Okada had some matches with TNA in the last couple of months. Oh, yeah, and nobody watched them. Nope. <clears throat> Skanky had a rock show, and nobody came. Well, Kaliko, what are your thoughts? Could this actually bring them more back if they don't listen to what is going on and them? Um, could we see a mass, um, you know, leaving of the company by some of these talents? Well, can't happen now because Tommy Dreamer took his place. I heard that right? that wasn't true. Yeah, no, Tom, yeah, Anthony Ciccone, still president of Impact. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, probably president of, um, uh, the Spittoon in the back. That's what he's printing. And he, every now and again, he drinks it. He's like, thanks, man. This is pretty good. And then Edge and Christian just come out of nowhere and hits him with a, a club of meat. And then, uh, then the Undertaker just kills him. I don't think Undertaker would waste his time on something. Uh, I mean, I mean, Booger Red would. Well, anywho's back to the subject. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking maybe he he could. I mean, I was it like a petition? I mean, I you can petition somebody to get their shit back, but the problem is they already gone. Yeah, it, 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 you should have been petitioning when you heard it was coming. The, the, you know, but this, talent, talent didn't know it was coming, though. Yeah. That's the thing. See, that's crazy because we don't know if people... Uh, what I've heard is it's been in the works for a month. I mean, with with Demore pushing for, you know, the company to... For Anthem to put more money into Impact, 
again, this is, you know, it, it's WCW 1991. You might as well call Anthony Chacon Jim Hurd. Like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's put Moose in a hunchback suit. Does, That's what the fans want to see. Does Anthony CC1 have any, uh, CC4. experience? Uh, he, he probably just, you know, has a problem wrestling with Mania. That's why he's not going to bring apocalypse and... Oh, I'm sorry. I was uh, seeing Eminem. Um, no, fuck no. Okay. So I can understand what talent wants somebody that understands where they are coming from, you know, has a background in pro wrestling. Then rather than some, just some suit coming <clears throat> in saying, happy to be here, and calls, you know, and then start making Eddie Edwards the bellboy. I mean, <laughs> uh, like, damn it, like, you know, it's like the whole thing of like, sure, of course, we'll absolutely take this into account. Thank you for coming. We value your input as an employee. And we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Release the hounds. <laughs> Release the hounds. But I mean, either way, it, they ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. Motherfucker. That motherfucker ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. Uh, you can send you can send a letter from the president himself. He ain't coming back. I'm, are you talking about WWE Hall of Famer Donald? The president Donald Trump? Oh God! I'm not going down that rabbit hole, sir. <laughs> yeah. The- I get, I get, I get, I get enough of that living in the same borough where he grew up. I, I get enough of that in Cali, man. You tripping? I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I had the opportunity to actually purchase his boyhood home, and I'm like, you know what? I don't like syphilis. I'll pass. Well, going into some WWE news. Oh. says Shane McMahon. WWE and UFC um, announced that they would do six shows in four years at the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. Um, great question mark. I mean, WWE runs the Honda Center practically every year anyway, so. What they're really announcing is that they won't be they will they won't be doing one show in for one year. No? I mean it probably means more for the UFC, I guess, probably from a... I mean, I did get offered on, you know, just through email to do they're doing joint tickets where you get a a ticket for WWE and UFC at the same arena. 
Oh. What? Where was that at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Got me uh, coughing shit up. Like, what the fuck was that email? It's that bitch. <laughs> well, I personally, I'm not a UFC fan. So something like that doesn't necessarily relate to me. But what that does that relate to a large portion of, or any portion of the WWE fans that, you know, they're doing, you know, double tickets, Kalika? It would for me, but I, I think it's more or less they're trying to do it. I think when they made that announcement, this was that perfect storm where they had a a UFC Saturday followed by a WWE Monday. So I'm thinking they're going to try to factor those stuff in like that, like doing a, um, <clears throat> like, let's say a WWE SmackDown Friday with a UFC Saturday. You see what I'm saying? They're, well, like mix and match of these combinations. So they're just basically announcing the fact that, hey, the next time the UFC comes to Anaheim, it's going to be a WWE affair as well, which for WWE, they run Anaheim every, anyways. But for UFC, it's a bit different because they're usually more, I mean, their schedule's more unorthodox. Uh, and then you're thinking, depending on who's fighting in Anaheim, that fight card. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of the card that they build because WWE is going to be sold out no matter what. The UFC is going to be sold out dependent on the card because this card is, it's okay for UFC, but it's not like. It's not like John Jones and uh, Daniel Cormier when they fought in Anaheim. That was like, yeah, we need to see that. Or not even like, uh, who was it, Nate Diaz versus, I forgot who he fought last time. Uh, yeah, like bringing people who have that kind of following. So. You think that, you know, this would entice a WWE fan to maybe that isn't a UFC fan to get the combo ticket and see kind of where that leads them? Uh, to be quite honest, if you're following WWE, you're kind you're cognizant of the UFC because the thing is, is that the UFC kind of has taken the page off WWE as far as who you want to call out, who you want to fight and all this other shit and then like the post-match shit. So you kind of are cognizant of it and they kind of been blending it because, you know, Cain Velasquez was in WWE. They flirted with Cormier for a bit. Uh, they flirted with Connor for a bit. So and even are. though nothing has came over, and then not to mention Ronda Rousey and, and uh, Matt Riddle was on Tough Enough. Uh, oh, no, not Tough Enough, the Ultimate Fighter. Um, so... You see some 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 lanes where people can kind of understand it, but I don't think I don't think the audiences are too their their extremes are super different, but the middle casual kind of can understand both. Uh, 
I would like to see a joint with, you know, the Ultimate Slap League. Slap Force or whatever. You know, that, the, that other, the Ultimate Slapper that Dana White was doing. That, that was fucking, that was more entertaining than any UFC, man. I didn't get to see it, but I really wanted to see it. Oh, just, I mean, go, go on YouTube. They got some of the best, uh, highlights. And guess what? You know, the, the, the main champion there is, a a Pacific Islander. Anyway, so, Tyler Samoa and her Hawaiian. <laughs> Again, so. It's another, uh... I'm sure he's related to The Rock. Yeah, I'm not denying that. <laughs> you know, I, I make... I, I say that as a joke, but it's probably true. It's like he's related to everybody. I'm, I'm related to The Rock. He has You're related that, to The Rock. He has We're all related to The Rock. He has that Genghis Khan blood in him. Hey, I actually do, so... <laughs> I actually do have Genghis Khan DNA. <laughs> I mean, we probably all do. It's... Well, no, I am, I am actually... Uh, uh, aside from, you know, the traditional, you know, uh, things that make up, uh, you know, my, my Jewish ancestry... Uh, part of my ancestry actually is Mongolian. Hmm. Yeah. So you related to Rusev? Like Bulgaria and Mongolia? Uh, I know what I said. I and, know what I said. Hey, you know... Hey, it could have been Croatia, you know, which is one of the, you know one of the countries that tried to get into my Microsoft account today. I mean, or it could be. I mean, you could be a con. Oh no! Oh no! Oh god! Oh! Oh god! Where, 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 where is my blade? I must fall on it. Well, um. Just, trying to give myself a tattoo, and now I'm just gonna poke myself to death. This was a new spell uh, in the cracks for me the last couple of weeks, but I did want to bring it up. Um, talking about somebody that wants to fall on their sword, Mick Foley. Um, he mentioned on um, his podcast or his show or somewhere that. He's 58 right now. When he turns 60, he would like to have one last death match. Oh, God. And he said that he'd like to do it against either John Moxley or Matt Cardona. Um, <laughs> Mick, you're a legend. People love you. you we don't need that, that question answered. Take a cue from from Ric Flair. Maybe watch the match and just don't. Scooter? I mean, the question is, who will die first in that ring from blood loss? Um, 
Don't Netflix might be See, a lot, but a lot of people, um, a lot of people uh, probably don't remember is that before he was uh, Shield, Dean Ambrose, he was showing up to signings with Mick Foley, Dean Ambrose. Right. Um. And Mick couldn't get clear to do the match. Got, yeah, and you know what? Like, I know, I know, I know. We talk a lot about it, and we we do make, uh, you know, we make our quips and everything. But you know, one of the areas where I really, I really get scared is the amount of bleeding in AEW. Now, now, lately, Mox hasn't done a lot of that, thank God. Um, uh, but, of course, you know, going back to, you know, Swerve and Hangman, which, by the way, that's the reason Jericho blocked me, because, you know, I compared him having the Golden Shower match uh, to, you know, Swerve and Hangman losing half the... Losing... a. The total amount of blood lost in that match could fill one person. And they fucking walk it off. So, um, but, you know what, you know what I'd be interested to see? Let them do a death match with no blood. I mean, I feel like WWE's done that. Like, just like, or like you you rigged them with like squibs, hmm. and and you and you bleed that way. What say you, Kaliko? What are your thoughts on Mick Foley having one last that that match when he turned sixty? Are they trying to like increase like that? Remember that Spike TV show, A Thousand Ways to Die? Oh God! Are they trying to find a thousand more? Like, what is the hell is going on? For that on streaming? What the hell are they doing? Like, I mean, the okay, all right. I I mean, Seth MacFarlane can make a new movie, A Million Ways to Die in the Ring. I. I will say this: it's his fifty-eight ain't a ain't is different than another a, a whole different other bunch of wrestlers fifty-eight because oh, yeah. that boy fifty-eight feels like it's a hundred and thirty-two based on how his body takes. It's, it's like the difference between a New York ten and a Utah seven. <sighs> yep, an LA six and an Iowa nine. That that's basically. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, it's it, we don't have to. I, I would say I'm the person that's like, if once you out, just I can't tell you to get back in, but we would like to you be out because we want you to be here longer so you can tell these stories longer. Because that to me is what's going to carry the legacy. No one really is going to care. Like. No one's out here going, oh, my God, you know, Heartbreak Kid's last match or Bret Hart's last match. But they do 
care the fact that they're still kicking and like can actually have conversations with them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is, yeah. I, I think that's a better impact more so than having a last match. I mean, which is what was disappointing about Ric Flair anyway. Because, like, motherfucker, you survived death like too many times to be doing this bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we're all, we're still surprised you didn't change the course of wrestling history by retiring after a plane crash. Um, yeah, but again, I, yeah, I think we must remind people that if Bret Hart, you know, even like does, uh, one bump or even does, you know, uh, you know, running exercises in the ring, he will fucking die. So, uh, um, so you know what? Let's just have another episode of Gunsmoke from Brett. Uh, and last matches for everybody else. Keep in mind, his last match was the Royal Rumble in 2012. I think, uh, you know, I agree with Coleco. Just don't get back in the ring. It's okay. It's... You don't need... We don't need that question answered. Do you? Just don't do exploding barbed wire death matches anymore. You you proved it. You're the legend. Well... Be a legend. Make uh, a split strength. Wait... Yeah, you said the. Did you say Brett's last match was the 2012 Royal Rumble? No, Mick. Ah, okay, yeah. I was about to say, like. Yeah, because, you know. Oddly enough, he did a match in uh, 2011 um, where he teamed with Terry Clark. Wait, but that was okay. I keep I keep forgetting. Uh, oh, oh, shit! Hold on, there we go. Shit, that that was weird. My mic was off, but yet you could still hear me. Weird. Um. Yeah. Okay, still on. Um. I keep forgetting Piper died in 2019. I keep like, I think it was I. I feel like it was so so long so much longer ago. It does seem that way. Like it's been like over 10 years since McFoley uh, has had a match. So you know, let's keep that trend going. Alright. Um and. If you are going to have your last match, just don't do it with Rick Flair. Yeah, maybe maybe he means like, you know, like Rock'em Sock'em Robots or something. I would absolutely love that. They did that in WWE, like in the 90s. Yeah, oh, oh, they did the, yeah, the Karate Fighters tournament. Yeah. With the, uh... That, uh, that I still, oh god, I had them, I had that issue somewhere, and I got saved it. And I had the brackets, too, and everything. Well, that will conclude our coverage of uh, the news. And now a quick word from our sponsors. So, 
Rogue Energy, the only gaming grid company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, whether it be juices, shakes, smoothies, and everything else in between. Their low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Their extreme formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. Their hydration line offers focus, ingredients without the added caffeine. Drink it anytime you're thirsty. And their shake formula is so delicious. Who doesn't love a cookies and cream, zero-calorie energy milkshake? First and foremost, they've designed every Rogue product line with performance and effectiveness in mind. It is critical that you look at the nutrition panels of drinks when comparing options. There are countless off-brands out there that are presenting low-quality, poorly-dosed formulas that amount to expensive caffeine water. Every formula they produce is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients. Additionally, you won't find a powdered gaming drink brand that dissolves better. No need to have chalky textures in your drink. Their taste profiles are unmatched. Specifically designed for gamers, athletes, students, entrepreneurs, people with hectic schedules, individuals with low energy, podcasters who can't shut up, people who are health conscious, and so much more. Great as both a pre-workout and as a coffee energy drink replacement. Specifically designed every Rogue product line to be the best gaming drink on the planet. Rogue energy, more energy, more focus, more wins. Use promo code WRESTLINGE for 10% off your next purchase. And we are wrestling with WWE Elimination Chamber Part. Uh, it takes place in Bushwood, Western Australia, Australia. And the venue is Optus Stadium. So, Optimus Prime has become a stadium now. Funny um, enough, Elimination Chamber is what my stomach is called after a night at Taco Bell. Isn't it all? Isn't, <laughs> Everybody's, isn't all yeah. stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also mine after White Castle, too. So. Then you might have a problem. White Castles are delicious. I, I mean, oh, of course. But, you know, I mean, it's worth every, you know, Every report I have to file with the great white round one. Now, um, as of right now, only four matches have been confirmed for Elimination Chamber. That could uh, change um, depending on, um, you know, what happens on Monday and um, Friday. Um, but let's go through the matches that are already announced. We got the Judgment they can battle on Damian Priest. Um, they're uh, defending the tag team the undisputed WWE tag team championships against the New Catch Republic, Pete Dune and Tyler Bates. Pete Dune. 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 That's what Pretty Deadly are calling him. I don't know what Pretty Deadly is doing. Other than looking at um, clouds that look like Queen Elizabeth for some reason. Yeah, well, that's all actually it's in the same segment where they said, Dune. Um, but yeah. Why, why they, the new cat, like, that's, it just sounds like a Drew Gulak ripoff. It sounds like a Star Wars 
um, fan fiction. <laughs> the new cats were public. Now cats are stormtroopers. Padme lives, and she's still, and she has babies with dog babies. Ah, uh, panda bitch. <laughs> panda bitch. Padamame, panda bitch. Uh... Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, who wins the match, Coleco? I don't know, because it's Stone and Bait versus... Uh, it's like, when are you going to see them crack, right? And, and another more important question is, when are they going to break that goddamn tag team championship? They done did it to every other goddamn belt except that one. Um, <sighs> judgment day because Rhea Ripley's not in in the match. Scooter, you know, I'm 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 expecting uh, I'm expecting Miz and Truth to get into this match. Um, I think they'll wait until Mania. Um. I am. I am gonna say uh, the Judge line. I mean the uh, Bloodmint Day. Uh, damn it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you really, if you really think about it, there's probably no more two people that would be booed. Actually, you know what? Make that three. That'd be booed. Other than yeah, besides Finn Balor, Pete Dunne, and Tyler Bate, all from the UK, and we know how Australia. We know how Australia feels about the UK. This is. This could this could be uh, one of the most interesting uh, crowd reaction matches. Uh, judgment Day, uh, Judgment Day to win. Agreed. Then we have uh, the women's world championship match: Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Who wins, Kalika? Um, Oh, uh, can both Judgment Day members win? Uh, are they really one? Okay, let's see. If Nia wins, it becomes a triple threat. If Rhea wins, it's one-on-one. Uh, I'm going to go Nia. Fuck it. WWE don't have a good fucking track record of people winning in their home fucking areas. <laughs> they don't. Like, shit. That, I, that's the only reason I'm going against it, because think of it. Every motherfucker that's been in their hometown get, got their ass bombed. I mean, it's not a whole home. It's a home country. It's not a home town. But the same goddamn sentiment, mother bleeper. <laughs> I mean, you could say motherfucker. Motherfucker. 
I mean, it's it's like if she's from East Australia and they're in West Australia. That's like saying Cody Rhodes is from the East no. Eastern America. No, that's like no, that's like saying someone from New Zealand is from Australia. Bam! Now that's the difference, but that's but my like my point is I don't like the records of them when they their, their history of motherfuckers coming to their hometown is not a good one. Uh, well. Like, because <laughs> she's not gonna get like that booing. She's gonna get the heroes. Think of like when Rocky Four and then Dragon Off just fucking was. <laughs> Fucking! I expect her coming out like on a fucking pedestal, and they got the lights on, and Nia's in the ring looking at Rhea with the little fucking light. All you can see is like everything shadows except the little light that you can see, and then you just see dragging off like I must break you. It's like that's, and then you see Nia win. Crocodile Dundee cut is like. King Rhea Ripley is the most dangerous piece of wildlife. Um, see, this is where we go back to card position. Do they have the balls, and by balls I mean uterus, to put this match on last? I think they... I think they would. If, they if Nia's winning. If Nia's winning, they ain't putting that bitch on last. Yeah. <laughs> if they actually decide to take the chance on Rhea and Nia in the main event, and I've got a very strong feeling they will. <laughs> Rhea is going to get that WrestleMania, like, you know, victory celebration. Which would open bode well for her next, the following month. Yeah, which which means at WrestleMania, she's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean... Go to bed. Come on. It... God... I mean, I know that everyone's really leading towards Becky and Rhea at WrestleMania. But if Reed ends up being in the chamber, especially so they can almost not have that statistic. Got it. Especially, I hate to say this during Black History Month. That. Oh. With with Jade and Chamber, that'd be too close to call as well. So. I'm. I'm probably. Here, I'm going to put this on the charge. And you know how much I'm in love with Nia Jax. Um. Uh, yeah, my my yes, my boo ain't winning. 
three after the win. I can't, I get where everybody is coming from. Oh. I think. I don't think. It's upside really, down, that's why. Really? It's on the end. Really? Yeah, it is. Really? As I said, it's upside down. You're low. That's what I just said. No, no, we can hear okay. just very low. Okay, never mind. I'm low. Okay. So, I get where everybody's coming from. It's just a matter of. Yes, sir. Who's losing? Well, it's going to lose the championship. It depends on where she's going to lose it. And to who? If she loses it now to Naya, it's a big, that's a big uh, mountain for her to climb. But do you see, could I see her winning it back at WrestleMania? Well, that depends on, you know, who wins the Elimination Chamber when it becomes a triple drive. Um, I think this is Rhea Ripley's WrestleMania. I think she's going to get the heroes welcome. She's going to slay the beast and get the confetti and the fireworks and the celebration. The question is, I wouldn't put it past, I wouldn't, well, it's not a question, but I wouldn't pass, I wouldn't put it past them to rain on her parade by having the winner of the Elimination Chamber match attack her. What about... Now, we didn't consider this... Um, this... dot, And that is... a small finish. Maybe... Naya... Uh, she pins Naya, but Naya has her foot on the rope, or... Something of that degree. Then, then they're not going to do. They're not going to do a, a dusty finish here. Fuck no. And the only way that it would main event is if, let's say, Becky wins and makes it a double DQ See? on no contest, and that's the only way you could get away with that unscathed. Now, if if Becky doesn't win the Elimination Chamber, I can see Becky trying to get into this match and making a triple threat. No. That's- now, now, Coleco loves to talk about themes with the Rumbles. But there's also themes with the Elimination Chamber matches. And... Considering that we started the rumble with yeah with the with the women's and how that was that theme was you know friend uh, you know friends uh, overcoming backstabbing friends and 
people who needed to finish something. Does Becky, does Becky really need to finish anything? That's, that's, that's the other thing here. Now, call me, call me crazy, but I, I almost expect Liv Morgan to come out of left field here. Well, we all uh, give our, our, our picks of who we thought was going to win Rhea and Nia. So, let's get into it. The women's elimination chain for match. Um, the winner gets a women's world championship match at WrestleMania. Extra large. Um, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi versus a Battle Royal winner. Not sure who that is, but I've heard great things. Oh. And you're well, right. It's happening right now. Oh. Or uh, yesterday. It's happening right now, yesterday. Or maybe in two days. I don't know. I haven't slept in weeks. Maybe it never really happened at all. Oh. You, and you're absolutely right, Scooter. If my eyes weren't on Becky Lynch, it would be on Liv Morgan. But is Liv Morgan a story you want to tell with Rhea right now? You know what I mean? Yes, but again, you know, it's like... You know, I, I now I'm, I'm going to say this. Becky is essentially the female equivalent of The Rock in terms of being able to transcend, you know, the fans hating her. I don't think now, the fans ever hated her. Yes, yes, they did. The, and then. And then they started getting behind her. It's... It's... Again, that... that it's that almost X-Factor-like quality. The question is... Is Becky winning this too much? Becky Lynch? It doesn't seem that way. I mean, she hasn't been in the title picture for two and a half years. The people are still behind her. It, they haven't backlashed on her. And it does seem like if it's not mommy, it's the man. So either way, you know, some asshole will say, you know what, well, God, we got men to blame for this. <laughs> so, oh. God, you know, if if Liv didn't get arrested, I mean, and you know, Australia was a penal colony, <laughs> you know, full of criminals, so. 
What are your thoughts, Coleco? So you know what? You have the blonde white woman win. It's uh, long shot. Special guest is Emma. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a long it's a shot, long but shot. it's a it's yeah. a long it's a long shot. I'm gonna say May Young. <laughs> Probably got a better chance than Emma. <laughs> Maybe Ava. Ah, uh, it's tough. It everything leans towards Becky because of the way the press conference went. Right. Um, I just. I'm not gonna say that she's gonna get hate for losing because she. I told you she's one of those. She's like in that cultish. It's a cult with with Becky. Like the Rock. Even when they a cult, like the fans have. She has like this hypnotism cult fight thing with them because for some odd reason, she could be a heel and they really don't boo her, right? Yep. So I used to call her DM cult. And and that's where it is. So I think this. It's for Becky to win. It's just a matter of how do they get there? It, it, are they going to do her like you remember Shayna Baszler when Shayna Baszler went in and choked everyone out? <laughs> are they going to do them that way or are they going to do it like a fighting champion type of way? Like barely get by way. And also, when this match starts, I think they're going to start with the women's elimination chamber first. Um, so that way, Becky will have a play into into that women's match because of the fact that she has a reason to go after both of them. Because keep in mind, she did not beat Nia. No, she didn't. Uh, <laughs> We also have to take into account that there is the uh, a Grayson Waller effect. I was going to bring that up when um, when we were out of this match. Yeah, but yeah, again, involving another Australian. Yeah, Emma. Not. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you're choosing Becky Kalika, right? Only because she's the only person that has a continuing storyline with either winner of the women's match. I'm I'm afraid that Becky's win is going to come at the expense of Jade. I don't think Jade is going to be in this match. Uh, or rather... Well, I mean, considering that Jade was in the room with the three other uh, people in the match before Naomi qualified, that that usually, you know, that usually spells something. Now, unless they're unless they're you know playing on just giving Jade a match, you know, like against you know. Any uh, one of the women, or you know, Braun Breaker. Uh, mm. Like, 
I would see, you know, I, could, I would see Jade besting Bianca here. Bianca causing Jade to lose to Becky, setting up Bianca and Jade, and Becky and Rhea. See, because after this, the two matches we are going to want to see is Becky and Jade and Rhea and Jade. Oh. Uh, maybe Jade and Nia. I don't know about that. Uh, but, you know, I mean, after Mania. Right. After Mania. Right. I, I think they'll write about Jade costing Bianca the spot in the chamber. I don't necessarily think that Jade has to be a part of the chamber match in order to do that. We've seen it be done before. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not on. The, I'm not in favor of Jade being in the chamber match just to lose. You know what I mean? Uh, we've also, you know, seen last minute additions. Uh, you know, theory. Um. So, I mean, I could see it becoming a seven-woman elimination chamber. Meh. Again, if Becky wins, that means Jade has to lose by pinfall or submission. And I don't think that they would be... Well, here's the thing. You could do a double pin. Oh, God, no. In the chamber. That's such a Vince idea. And the, and the ruling would be they're both eliminated. You know what? It also depends on if they made any changes to the actual chamber itself. I don't think that they changed the baby proof uh, so um, like are are you are you are is it going to be easy to potentially interfere? <laughs> I mean are the you know are the uh yeah the the box is gonna be broken before we get to the second match. But I usually fix them. Um see, you know what, and I always I can always see space for another box in between at least on two sides. So, um, or you know what? Split them in half. Like, uh, God, when they had the tag team split them. Oh, man, this. You know, we're overcomplicating this. Becky. Becky wins. I'm going with Becky as well. Um,. Feel all of the excitement. We're getting a um, a Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins as the guests. Last time Cody Rhodes was on the Grayson Waller effect, Jay Uso came to Raw. Um, is the Rock making a trip to Australia to set up a tag team match between Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes? Versus the Rock and Roman Reigns 
for night one of WrestleMania is the question. Coleco? Fuck no, he got better shit to do on his schedule. Although he needs to go back to like full sleeves Versace because muscle shirt Versace is not like his thing. But uh, or vest, he wore a vest. <laughs> I know, right? It was like uh, you might you might as well came out a white beater. What did, um, <laughs> what did I say before we came on the air, James? It looks like The Rock was getting dressed for a Bollywood movie and then left halfway through being dressed. Because he was a vex with, you know, sleeveless. Uh, he had a friggin' what looked like, I'm assuming, is a, a, a symbol for some Australian rugby club or some UFL bullshit team um, that's going to fail immensely. Oh, all of them. Uh, I mean, and Grayson was trying to get to to Rock and Roman to get them on, and in a very weird way, you could almost see, you could almost feel bad for Mini Iggy Azalea. <laughs> well, I mean, if there was any match the Rock should have came back for. It was against Grayson Waller. I mean, the guy really came out on, on Twitter, and The Rock wasn't able to hang with Waller, if that's if you could believe that. Never I mean, Mishaka uh, wasn't able to hang with me, and, you know, we're, we're having that match in big business. <laughs> oh, I need my meds. Take your meds, Scooter. Oh. Yep, take them. <laughs> oh, shut up, don't say George Washington. I don't know how I feel about a tag team match for WrestleMania Night 1 and then the double championship match on Night 2 because such not going to wrestle twice in the same night. <sighs> It's not there. There is not as much as we think there's going to be a tag team match. Uh, there's there's not. There, there there really isn't. Yeah, who's to say it's not Seth being in Cody's corner and Rocks being in Roman's corner? Oh, that's completely cutting the balls off of set. Why not? Why, Why would not? He? Why not after the man who beat him three times and with a torn muscle? It's clear that uh, Seth earned Cody's uh, that Cody earned Seth's respect. Yeah. And we, we know that Seth is going to have a title match. And that title match is likely night one. I mean, likely, yeah. The thing is, is that there's only one person coming out of that chamber match. 
uh, two. So, uh, you know what? We could be looking at Clusterfuck 2 Electric Boogaloo. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, could we put Seth... I'm just putting this out here. Seth Rollins versus The Rock at WrestleMania. No. Fuck no. I mean, 10... 2016? Sure. 2024, it still can happen because of the fact that Seth kind of came to the defense and you can kind of see it, but the problem is Seth also got other shit to worry about because he's got to focus uh, on who the fuck's going to fight him at Mania. Which, oh my god. See, I had mentioned this and I knew it wouldn't happen. The man, the man has a pacemaker in him. Triple H ain't coming back. Fuck no, that. No, no. Triple H in Cody's corner. That's a possibility. That could work in the sense if they're going and as a, a euphemism to keep from the bloodline becoming the next McMahons. <clears throat> right. Because that's what this is kind of heading, honestly. Well, Rock bought a stake in the company. What the fuck, Alex? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He was given a spot. He was given the fucking table. So what the fuck do you expect? You know what? I have a feeling that spot is going to be on the line at Mania. Nah. Because he ain't giving up that brand. You crit. You dripping, tripping. That's what's gonna be up All for that XFL money. All that XFL money. Oh, shit, man. He tripping. You realize that Rock's new spot on this board, they can't They can't have a majority unless it's a 100% majority. Well, it went, it went from 13 to 14. With the rock, okay. So, and you and usually in, <laughs> you need if there if if there's an odd number, it's only fifty percent majority. If you even number, then you need a hundred percent. So let's let's get into the main event. Yeah. The Elimination Chamber match for the World Heavyweight Championship opportunity at WrestleMania Extra Large. We got Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley versus LA Knight versus Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. Um, considering that Drew McIntyre is literally the only Raw superstar in this match, does that give you a an indication of who's going to win the match. And the fact that he has basically re-signed. Allegedly. Um, I mean, I'd love to see Punk just screw him out of it, just for the hell of it. So Punk can make a shirt with um with a with a tombstone on it, and then it ends up being uh 
you know, Jack Terry's face by accident. Um, <laughs> the guy made one appearance for New Japan and hasn't been seen since. You know, may maybe Ace Steel screws McIntyre out of this. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, someone is, someone is being taken out of this. Someone is being taken out of this match. What makes you think that? Sammy. Sammy, uh, this was this was always uh you know rumored to be a triple threat drew seth sammy somebody is getting somebody's getting taken out of this match and replaced with sammy or sammy's getting added Maybe. Um, I don't. I don't think Sammy would win it. I think Sammy would come close. It would come down to Drew and Sammy, and we'd be basically looking at Kofi Mania 2.0. It's a little difficult to how you fit Sammy in there, because I mean the whole Cody Rock Roman thing. There's two heels. It's Rock and Roman. It's Sammy. In Sammy's case, there's one heel. It's Drew and sets another face. You know what I mean? Yes, but... I mean, that's... It's never stopped, you know, WrestleMania triple threat matches. I mean, true. But it just seems a little less likely considering, you know, such a face. You know what I mean? I see I see more of Damian Priest making it a triple threat than anything. That's another thing, Damian Priest. Because that story, the story is between them three. Drew McIntyre's got a couple stories going on right now. But Drew McIntyre to me is not a heel. Yeah. He 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 seems like a he's a person who's just in his mind. If you look at it from his prism, it, it's essentially like yo. I've been the champ, and I was the champ when nobody was here. So now when I got all these opportunities, it just came up short. And I'm sacrificing so much, and I'm willing to do whatever. It's almost like the Kevin Owens, I'm not trying to do this for the people. I'm trying to do this for myself type shit. And he could give a damn whether the people cheer or boo him because he's made points on both sides where he's right, where they're factually true. Right. Mm -hmm. And would 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 Roman and would the bloodline 
be willing to enable Damien's caching. That's a good question. Really that complicated, or is it maybe are we making it this complicated? I think they, I think they've done a really great job at making us think it needs to be complicated. <laughs> um, and and you know, at least you know this gives us a you know a night to forget uh, that Vince is such an asshole. And um, should be uh, donkey punched in prison. Um. Oh, okay. you know, Ko and Logan. That look. That looks like they're gonna go at it again. Which makes you wonder where the fuck is Ricochet? Uh, he's injured. Oh, he's injured. Yeah, he's been injured. Um, yeah, um, L.A. Knight, they're saving for money in the bank. At least. And 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 if they don't, it's it. Then I they they the boat has sailed on Knight, and I I don't think he'd come back from that damage. Um. Drew, Drew is the only one that could win this. Randy is also someone I could see winning it. And I throwing weight around to make it very difficult for Seth to retain. Uh, and that ends up being a, like a fatal four-way. Yeah, they're going to do two triple thrusts at WrestleMania. You never know. If they do, I mean, with 33, you had like a, you had a triple threat, you had a fatal four-way. For titles, but and the main two. They, yeah, the women's though. Well, we're not talking about the women's titles. Um, hey, women are just as important, man. You pig. Um, God. Uh huh. And and they're talking about Randy and his title reigns and. Yes, uh, I have a tumor, and it's in the shape of an elimination chamber. <clears throat> Drew wins. Kalika? Kalika? I think Kalika was passed out from the overcomplicatedness. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Kaliko has lost, dropped out of the chat. Oh, and he's back. Back from the door. I'm no, I'm sitting up there talking, and I'm like, ain't nothing. Some <laughs> 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 bitches can't hear me. Um, 
All roads leads to Drew because it's the story. He's the he's the conduit for either story because either he's gonna be pissed because that mania is gonna be either he wins and he's gonna be pissed that Damian cashed in on him, or he's gonna be pissed that he lost and Damian cashed in and won. So I think it's gonna be one of those things. It's it's. It's 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 leaning to Drew's being further pissed about the shenanigans happening around him that are beyond his control. Funny, doesn't feel very Drewish. Um, uh, and assuming they want to, you know, erase uh, Drew's victory over Brock. Oh. I'm going with Drew as well. I think this is the most cut and dry, um, you know, wrestling card that we reviewed that we completely went overboard and overcomplicated for really no reason. See, but you you brought up a very good point. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's it's a offset ratio of Raw to SmackDown. Which means somebody has to come back over to Raw to, to even it out. And that's why I'm thinking Sammy. Yeah, because it can't be Owens or Paul because they're about to take off. Right. Or in Cody winning the title would go to SmackDown, which would mean Randy would go back. Randy and Cody was always one of the matches I had said I had wanted to see when Cody uh, came back. Right. I mean, I don't see any stories with these guys right now. With Seth, anyway. Um, you can't do Knight and Seth. You can't, I mean, you can do Randy and Seth. There's story that's been told. But does Randy need it right now? I don't necessarily think he does. So, Calico's um, a point. Paul is going for Cat Owens, and Owens going for Paul. So, that, that eliminates two right away. So that only means, you know, McIntyre. Yeah. It's funny. The people who lost the qualifying matches have more going on. Uh, you know, AJ, AJ Styles and, uh, you know, uh, Anderson and Gallows are like, on the verge of uh, exploding. I mean, and beat AJ. I have a feeling Randy's gonna Randy's once again gonna be in a throwaway match, which technically was his match with Seth at thirty one. I did say that the match with Seth at uh thirty one was throwaway. There was a lot of uh, uh, strike. In that yeah, it didn't last very long though. I mean, we will. That's that was the first WrestleMania that that led to. The 24 uh, hour manias. Yes. At the, but you know, the heist of the century. Right. Hmm. Seth is champion. 
And what goes around comes around. <laughs> I don't, oh fucking no, please. I mean, I mean, we got, you got France, Berlin, Toronto. There's gonna be, there's gonna be more events, more people, more PLEs in other countries than in the U.S. for probably the first time ever. I feel like last year there was a lot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you got. It's probably gonna be a set. You know, I mean, I'm surprised they aren't doing SummerSlam in Saudi Arabia. No, they cannot have SummerSlam in Saudi Arabia. I, I mean, to be real, did they announce where SummerSlam was gonna be this year? No, that's the Bash in Berlin, which is on my birthday. Okay. Uh, SummerSlam is, uh, I believe, the first week of August. Uh, I keep hearing Cleveland. Yep. Oh, God. Fucking Cleveland. God damn like, what it. Is it with, what I mean, is it? I mean, I mean, you know, since, you know, Detroit has a SummerSlam, I guess Cleveland has to get Cleveland, that's what I was like. Damn, you, yeah, you can't say, I mean... I mean, their their combat sport is crippling depression. Uh, so I mean, their entire you could is based on LeBron James. You couldn't. You couldn't. They couldn't. At least we're not Detroit. We're not Detroit. People, it's time to conclude this coverage of the elimination table before this gets uh. More out of hand than it already has. I'm gonna take a crap. And that will conclude our coverage of the Elimination Chamber 2024. Um, we'll do a full, um, review of the show, um, in two weeks because, you know. Um, and it will be a lot longer than this. Uh, hopefully not. Because we're not speculating, we're just reviewing, and that's a lot easier than speculating. Um, you know, we're doing it in two weeks because when we're recording, um, it will be um, <gasps> while the show is going on. So, uh, you're babe James. Huh? You you're breaking kayfabe. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm busting your balls, man. Okay. Come on. Wait a minute, what does this I'm so confused. I mean, it's, I mean time. next week, 2 a.m. your time. So That's literally, and yeah, 5 a.m. my time. If we're really being friggin' kayfabe, we're probably gonna end two hours before the show starts. <laughs> we could probably do a, a review while it's happening. I mean, you know, we, we probably will go back in time at some point. Very true. You know, we, we, will, we, will, we will Deadpool the shit out of it. I mean, it's like Biggie. Isn't it great? My flight lands at 8, your flight lands at 9, my game just rewind. Of course, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, but on the podcast. This is sponsored by Real Energy and Coffee. Join us um, this upcoming Tuesday as we interview um, Justin Pac Man 
Xavier, and this one says the interview can run. Follow the self at wrestling with E, but on uh, X thread and Instagram for information on who we're interviewing, when we're interviewing, uh, links to those interviews, and so much more. Uh, follow me personally at jameshane993. Where can we find Coleco? I am Coleco. Actually, I'm about to start booking WrestleMania. Man, I didn't know. It's going to be crazy. Can't believe I'm going. So I got, yeah, sign a roll. And book me fun school. As always, follow me on X at Scooter Dust. Uh, Chris Jericho Kid, because he's a big baby. Um, my new single, Jude Asshole, uh, may be releasing sooner than you think. Um, It'll be the best Judas parody ever until I write another one. Uh, and um, who knows? Uh, uh, my portion of the show was sponsored by zebras. Zebras. They're like horses if they were in jail. Well, Felico Yachts and Scooter Dust, I'm James Shea, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. Jude asshole, my my. Oh, God. Hey, folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.